वन को हेलो रनर्स दिस इज बाला हियर अगेन कोच बाला कमिंग इन फ्रॉम विद अ वेरी 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 स्पेशल वीडियो रिकॉर्डिंग फॉर ऑल ऑफ यू इन द हिस्ट्री ऑफ रनर्स आई फर्स्ट टाइम मोर देन टू और थ्री कोचेस आर मीटिंग एट द सेम टाइम सो वी हैव विद मी असिस्टेंट कोच सुजा वी हैव असिस्टेंट कोच श्रीदा एसी श्रीवत्सन एसी दीपा केके बाहुबली टू <laughs> and we also have some amazing people we have the cto arvind here hello we have a senior runner ragu we have the first time runner but who knows some special thing could happen with him <laughs> anand we have very senior runner moni deepak's wife and my mom she's also by the way guys she's running and training for an 8k race oh wow, wow. that's his spring the making wow. that's his spring the making and this is the this is my first daughter dia and we have aparna and we have my dad who completed his 5k last season oh, wow. so we have and renu my wife obviously oh, you're done, you're done. and dad i just said so we have this grand so as you can see it's a very very special recording and uh, you know we mean you know having a little bit of spiritual treatment a little bit and uh, we were thinking what is it the question that we were discussing is what is it that runners make the mistake always by taking a fundamental thing for granted that typically happens in running and everyone uh, agreed that how to use running shoes was something that people normally gloss over and make mistakes so i thought that with this brain power with me we'll do a little bit of a fire uh, what is that uh, fire side chat. chat exactly we we'll do a fire side chat so Go let's ahead. start with um, You know, I'm I'm just going to facilitate. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to say, but I'm going to hear from ACs. So let me start with Srivatsan. First thing, when it comes to your mind, when you see your runners, um, what is one thing that they normally make a mistake? So we have drilled down to our team, to our runners, how not to buy the fanciest designer shoes for running, but proper running shoes. But we haven't told them what to do with it, and we assume they kind of doing the right thing. For example, right now. Deepak is wearing his running shoes with the lace on. When they finish the run, if they come into the house and just yank the shoe off the foot without removing that lace, that shoe is damaged. Yeah, and it stops serving a purpose of a good running shoe. So that's one mistake a lot of runners very may make. It's very important not to do that. Very interesting. Taking off your shoe, like you look at my shoes. This is a slip-on shoe, right? One way of doing it is just slip it off. but that but this is not a running shoe this is a slip on shoe if you treat your lace shoes running shoes as a slip on shoe you're making a mistake so let's go to coach deep uh, go deepak what are the mistake you think they do during running so bala like you know i have always seen like when people like uh, put on the shoes or take off the shoes right or uh, they just like uh, will basically uh, do this and uh, take the shoes out yeah actually the shoes like uh, you know like uh, is uh, basically should be open up to the third hole so make it loose a little bit ideally if you read the running like a uh, magazine right it should be open to like uh, this and uh, then this and then this from both sides and then basically you a little bit flex it and then take it out and then basically all the dirt and stuff and you basically you flex it like this because like when you run like it's always moving in the one direction right yeah you flex it basically to keep the elasticity sort of unflex it in the other direction to get the elasticity got it so if you read the running magazines like they always do that and basically what it does is basically it gives you additional like 50 miles on any particular shoe 
interesting. So you know, I'm like I'm econ economical guy. Like I want like maximum mileage of, of my shoes. So what's a typical mileage you suggest as a coach? You know, like probably like a 450. I look at like a probably 450 to 500. Miles per shoe. Yeah, miles per shoe. But like I keep like at least three pairs in any season. Okay. So because like you know like it builds like a different sets of muscles. Got it. So like uh, that's what I'm looking at, like 500 miles max. Awesome coach. So that's it guys, 450 to 500 is one key point from him. And look at the way he handled his shoes. It didn't take him two seconds for him to remove his shoes and treat it like a small toy. <laughs> that's the amount of respect he gives to his like shoes. Like a baby. Like a baby, like <laughs> a baby. He respects his shoes, he was still holding shoes. it. <laughs> that just tells you the importance he gives to a very fundamental gear for runners. It's not a shoe, it's something that saves you from a lot of injuries. Now let's go to Coach Suja right now. Uh, what are one other thing that typically people do, uh, you know, sort of gloss over when they, you know, about shoes? So uh, I guess like we discussed about uh, buying a good pair of shoes. Um, it's also important um, uh, to kind of know how to take care of your shoes, like you just pointed out, uh, Deepa. And also to track the miles. So some of the trouble that people might be having with, uh, you know, knee injury, ankle injury or any pain that's coming, it could be because of the shoes. So I use Strava to, uh, to post all my runs. I track all my shoes there. And I think that's a useful thing to do. Uh, runners track the number of miles. Um, even though we say it's good to keep it for 400, 450, if you have two pairs of shoes, yeah. then I think you know that um, uh, if you have trouble with, uh, with one, then you know, it's, is it because of the shoe? You know, you can find that. You can also flip the uh, shoe around and see how it looks worn in terms of, yeah, such. is it worn yeah, out? Yeah. Then you have to be careful about that. And the other thing that they could do is also how they tie the shoelace. There are so many different kinds of knots. You can experiment with that. Like a lot of people don't even notice that there is that uh, extra eyelet like, for uh, tying. And uh, your shoe should be tight around the ankle. Wear a good pair of socks and uh, wear, make sure that you're tying it well so it's tight on your foot and it's not moving around loosely. No yeah. pebbles are getting in while you're running, right? It should be tight. And when you're running, you shouldn't get anything inside the shoe. It should be tightly, uh, like a glove on your foot. It should actually you hug your like, heels mm -hmm. and you yeah. should have enough wiggle uh, room to move around your like toes. The toes, yeah. Yes. You know, because like when you run, like actually your feet actually expand because you know, like you're putting a pressure almost like uh, three times of your weight. So you basically, if you have high arches, it goes down and it's pushing the, and basically because of blood swelling, right? The, it gets like at least like a half inch. So you have to have at least like a half inch to one inch. Yeah, which is why you don't you know, buy your shoe the same size as you wear your regular shoe. You go yeah. half size up. You always try on your shoes before you buy it That's for the same reason. It's a beautiful comment. Look at this guy. I'm just looking at running shoe of Deepak. She, the coach Sujao is talking about these extra holes that typically sometimes people don't use it. This word hugs you around your ankle. In that way, the shoe doesn't sort of move around when you're running. Especially for uh, people with foot pain, these are small, small things that takes care of the shoes moving. So now let's go to Coach Sridhar talking about how, maybe offer some thoughts on how people enter into the shoes. Yeah. yeah. What so mistakes I kind do? of think about like shoes in like four paces. Right? Mm -hmm. So the first pace is the first two or three weeks when you're settling in and you're using the shoes. You know, it's not going to feel 100% comfortable, but you know, you, but if you are not comfortable after three weeks, you know, you should go back and get it fixed, go back to your running shop, they will probably look for, you know, they'll probably give another pair of shoes. That's the phase, first phase, right? The second phase is when you're nicely settled in and you get the bones and everything, you feel really good running. And that's when you do, let's say if you're an advanced runner, you do those stride runs and everything, you do it with those, you know, with that, that extra spunk, right, when you run. 
And then uh, towards the third stage is when you're, let's say, you put 300-350 miles on your shoes. I tend to buy a new pair of shoes at that time. And then I use that as an easy run kind of a shoe, right? So that's when you're doing the CP run. You don't need that extra bounce and everything. Yeah. So you just ease in and then run the next 500, 200 mm -hmm. miles or something. Take it up to 500 miles. Don't keep it beyond 500 miles. And then beyond that, it serves as a purpose as a walking shoe sometimes. And then I donate it away. Actually, it's a great point that you do not wear new shoes for race day, right? Yeah, yes. So, which is yeah, why you've got to break into the shoe well yeah. ahead of exactly. the, uh, your race And I try day. to do the race shoe within the 300 mile kind of a thing. That's when I have the maximum okay. thing. And then I keep the easy run and then like I try to get it and then eventually, you know, donate it away to the, you know, they're usually the running shop takes it and they probably send it to some other place where they may find some use for it. So, you know, you almost need to live through the life cycle of a shoe, right? So yeah. when you think about One it. One very yeah. important point is like uh, you always, when you finish the run, right, you always take the socks out of the shoe. Yes. You know, because like the smell, right, uh, if you keep like just stuff your like, socks you inside the shoe, the smell and the, 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 the moisture is still there for the next run. And when I have like, so when I take the socks out, I flip the socks in fact actually they basically and like keep it like almost like this so that like you know like I have it ready for the next run you know and it dries up like properly. So actually. we talk a lot about the shoes, the socks are also oh, important. Yeah. So yes. point yeah. point yeah. about socks, so that's it. Never use new socks on race day either. That's true. It, it's not going to go well. On the race day there should be no experiment. Yes. That period, no experiment. Look at the wisdom that's just flowing. <laughs> That's what happens when you have a, a good uh, spirit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is special, guys. Look at the amount of wisdom. I just want to, uh, first of all, thank you, ACs, for just, uh, you know, it's not as if we planned it out. We just thought this is something common problems with runners, and then we just started, and we have an audience also this time. That's even better. So one last thing I want to say is when you're, ent when you're entering into the shoe, don't use it as a slip-on, and don't use it as a slip-out. That means if you already, if you're by mistake, you've removed it out with the laces on, doesn't mean that you come back in and enter into the shoe with the laces on. Because every day your foot sizes are different, your, you know, last, if you had a long run last time, now it will be slightly swollen. So you have to adjust your lace tightness based on how you feel that day. So don't slip on, slip out. Beautiful messages from the ACs. The summary here is treat your shoes as the most important gear you can have for running. Yeah. So I have a question here. You yes. said that your laces are different because you start and you run. So when people, for people who run many, many miles, say for instance, somebody like Shri Vatsan who's running 16 miles, your shoe is going to, when you start with a very tight laced shoe, so do you stop the shoe in between and then you may... No, no, no. Okay. When, what I mean by laces, day to day it is different. So every day when you go, you have a certain, whatever is comfortable for you, you tighten it to a certain, uh, you know, tightness. And once you have that tightness, then your shoe expands from that point onwards and then you get used to it. So basically, the idea here is don't go on to a preset lace uh, tightness. Yeah. That's really what uh, I was talking about. Secondly, during run, I feel people shouldn't be, uh, the laces should never come undone while you're running. Yes. Right? Yes. Either learn to tie your lace properly and learn to double knot it, then yeah. it will never come out. Why, do you, why waste few seconds? Yeah. You know, in a yeah. race even. Yeah, Which we all look at the elapsed time, not the moving time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll also add, as a runner, yeah. I made that mistake last season. I was so attached to my shoe <laughs> that I ran 720 oh. miles on that shoe. Oh, my and she broke her foot. And I broke my foot. Oh, Allah, look at this. Oh, it's hey. thing you have to take 
amazing wisdom here. You know, it's much more worth than like you know paying for running more for a year subscription. You know, it's so much like it's like a distilled information that you're getting. Yes. Here. That's number one. Uh, one question I have is like, um, I see all this uh, marketing stuff, right? I mean, the the shoes make you run faster, like Vaporfly. There's like a lot of different brands. So, do you believe in all that, or is there any truth to it? So I give a quick answer to that, yes. just so that I can make it short. So there is a bit of an ad game in in shoes. Yeah. Like every year, as if it's a software version. Yeah. Every year the shoes becomes more like flexible, faster, uh, stable. How can that be true? At the end of the shoe is a simple shoe, thing. Yeah, you exactly. run and not the shoes run. Yeah. No shoes have ever gotten qualified to Boston Marathon by itself. <laughs> it's the runner who does. You know, I mean, it's, seriously. So True, yeah. there is an ad marketing game going on there as well. Mm -hmm. So there is a big pendulum on this shoe thing. Like, you know, there is on one end is this high-end technology like what you just mentioned yeah. on shoes, which is just an ad game. On the other end, people are like, no shoes, just barefoot for uh, running. That also is happening. So there is a tension between these two. My suggestion is runners run. Shoe is just a support for the runners. Mm -hmm. Especially in runners, uh, we are couch two kind of a running group. Mm -hmm. Maybe there is some differences like that for professionals exactly. who want to share exactly. shave off 30 seconds from two hours, two minutes to two hours, one minute, 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Maybe there is a difference. Mm -hmm. But from our side, let shoe be your slave. You know exactly what you need from a shoe to, uh, you know, uh, runner Raghu's point of view. Make sure you don't undervalue uh, it. At the same time, don't go around spending hundreds of dollars to get the latest of shoes. Mm -hmm. It's not going to change. Brilliant basics is what we discuss, how to use the shoe yeah. rather than what technology a shoe has. Just so, to clarify, uh, elaborate like on the on elite side of the sport, right, which we are not, at least I am not. Uh, when you go on like a seven and a half like pace, right, mm -hmm. the carbon fiber actually supports the energy consumptions. Mm -hmm. It uh, returns back to you. There is a term called uh, uh, coefficient of restitution, right, in mm -hmm. physics. So basically, they apply the principle to return the energy back to the foot. So, but you know that is for the elites, like not for actually like uh, people like you know like uh, who are doing uh, recreational or like you know like uh, just for a health purpose, right? So we shouldn't be like bogged down with like that kind of like analysis. Mm -hmm. I would say ideal price range to for the shoe to spend is like one thirty to one sixty. Mm -hmm. If you're spending say three hundred dollars or four hundred dollars on the shoes which are available, I don't think it's like price. That's, that's way too overkill. Way overkill, yeah. So with that, guys, runners. I hope you enjoyed this very special, uh, I, I don't know whether it's podcast, whether it's qualifies as a podcast, but it's a fireside chat. Who knows? Maybe we start a new series of fireside chats with the ACs. We might do it. But thank you guys. Thank you for all the sort of audience. We have Anand, uh, Arvind, my mom. We have Moni, Dia, Aparna, Renu, Coach Deepak, Coach Srivatsan, Coach Suja, and Raghu. Thank you all. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's keep running, guys. Mind over minds. Thank you.